It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Bijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Diggard. Welcome to an all new episode of a podcast that you never know will actually come out. <laughs> it's pronounced Nate Diggity, aka the podcast that sometimes comes out. <laughs> it's been a while again. I don't have an excuse this time. Last time it was because of Pluto TV. This time I really don't know. I was going to do uh, on the road with Nate Diggity again because I, I did drive up to Arkansas uh, to see my family and celebrate Mother's Day, my birthday, my dad's birthday, and Father's Day all at once. <laughs> and I... On the way up there, I was just, I ended up just listening to music the whole way. Sorry. I just was one of those days where I was like, yeah, it feels good. Just, you know, driving and listening to music. I know you've been there, so you can't be mad. And on the way back, I realized that I was behind on listening to some of my podcasts that I listened to. So that's ended up what I did that way. Yeah. Like I just, I don't have much time to listen to podcasts anymore. I know I could, but. I used to just listen to him when I was driving to work back and forth because it was like an hour drive and got this new position. And of course, well, even before getting this new position, of course, everything shut down, started working from home and yeah, that happened. So now the new position, it's still working from home. Um, I think a lot of the other departments in my company are starting to work, go back into the office. Uh, but my department is actually still working from home. I did go to the office a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was my manager, myself, and one other guy on the team. We showed up for the first time, actually, other than my first day on the job, uh, first time in the office, and, you know, had, like, lunch and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's weird because my team is actually kind of spread out across the the states were not all just right here in Texas. So it's one of those things where I have a feeling it's just going to stay just working from home, which that's totally fine. But again, it just takes away from when I normally listen to podcasts. So I'm way behind and that's not your fault. That's my fault. It's really nobody's fault. Honestly, like I don't want to drive an hour back and forth to work. Cause that's two hours of my day right there. Right. So no, I don't want that. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Just staying here at home. So, yeah, and, of course, not getting yelled at on the phone. Like, that part, I'm completely fine without that in my life. That's amazing. But even with working from home and having, like, getting yelled at when you're in your, like, you know, your own bubble and getting yelled at for stupid stuff, it was weird. I'll just say that. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Not going back to that. I'm definitely not going back to that. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> so... I've been meaning to record for a while. Yeah, things just kept coming up and I just kept putting it off. So sorry about that. But um, Nikki actually 
recorded a cover of one of my favorite Blink-182 songs yesterday, and we were kind of talking, and I was going to say, I was going to tweet something out saying, if she records this and posts it, then I'll record as well. So I didn't do that, but she ended up posting it, so I'm doing this. And as you can thank Nikki for it. Um, <laughs> what's funny, too, is so the the fun part about making it, you know, waiting so long to record is angry johnny just keeps posting all the harassment memes which are so great like i love that like i don't want to not see those you know what i mean so <laughs> it's almost like i want to keep putting it off just to see how many we get because i mean it's daily um and actually speaking of angry johnny nikki and i decided that he is the mvp of it's pronounced nate diggity so he is the official mvp now there's a chance that he could lose that position i doubt it but there's a chance <laughs> and i actually did get him kind of like a little trophy for it i don't want to reveal what it is yet i haven't sent it out yet so once he gets it i'm sure he'll post it and then once he posts it then i'll say what it was but yeah mvp angry johnny you have your trophy on the way <laughs> so surprise it pays to to listen to this podcast from time to time, right? Like I've sent stickers out before. I don't have any stickers right now for um what's Nikki saying, but I might again one of these days. <laughs> we'll see. Uh right now it's only getting about, you know, a couple guesses each time, which uh Michelle was actually telling me she thinks it was too hard. And that's the reason why we're not getting any guesses, but I mean you know, I've gotten some correct ones. I've gotten some incorrect ones. It happens. But speaking of what's Nikki saying? What is she saying? Nikki, what was that one again? Can you can you can you say it again? Hey, it's answer time. Just remember, no matter what happens next, it was all Nate's fault. Okay. This absolute beast of a man and his mad long rap have got to mind some wanes cause the birds get it firing out of both ends. And she's finally feeling better and the old dear takes her out where more and the big man takes a bullet cause the wane doesn't understand stranger danger. Powerhouse of a man and his pet ferret are left in charge of some children when his partner has stomach issues. She gets hit by a pensioner driven car and he gets shot after what can only be described as a blatant disregard for stranger danger. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It was kindergarten cop. What? You were talking about kindergarten cop? No way. That was kindergarten cop. Yes, that was kindergarten cop. <laughs> what a classic movie, right? So good. Every time we do these, I'm always like, man, I want to rewatch that movie. And of course, I'm the one that even gives her the suggestions of what movies to do, even. So. It's on me, but at the same time, I'm like, man, that's a good one. So, yes, it was Kindergarten Cop, classic Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. We got a few responses about it. I'm double-checking because I should have done this before I recorded. Okay, so the first answer I got in correct was from my buddy Sean who I've been buddies with him forever. And then we got Angry Johnny. He guessed Kindergarten Cop as well. And Frankie, I'm sorry. 
but you didn't know what Nikki said. He went with Home Alone. One of these days, it's just going to be Home Alone, and I swear nobody's going to get it right. I'm going to go back through, see what everybody's been guessing, and I'm going to choose that movie and have her do it. She'll, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you guys aren't going to get it. That's how good she is about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we have. And funny thing is, Mike had plenty of time to get a guess in. Nothing. Didn't guess. Didn't guess at all. So, Sean, Angry Johnny, you got it right. Frankie, you got it wrong. I'm double checking to make sure I didn't get any. Because it's been a while. So, maybe I got another one somewhere. No. Okay. So, that's it. Those are the only guesses I got. So, there you go. Check one more person. They might have. Um. No. Okay. So yeah, that's that's it. Those are the only guesses we had. So of course, since we just gave that answer, that does mean there's a new clue. So Nikki, take it away. Since Nate will probably forget to tell you, the clue you're about to hear is a horror movie, not a comedy. Let's start with an easy one, alright? I know what we'll do, let's just all get chomped to bits for fannying about in the only place old Billy Jaggy Nashers can get us. That sounds like a plan. Absolute idiots, man. Alright, let's hear it one more time, just because I like to do that from time to time. I know what we'll do, let's just all get chomped to bits for fannying about in the only place old Billy Jaggy Nashers can get us. That sounds like a plan. Absolute idiots, man. Ooh. What do you think she said? <laughs> or what movie do you think she's described i should say i shouldn't say that what do you think she said because that means you're gonna think that you have to transcribe everything which you can again i mentioned it before you can let me know what you think she said like you can even type it out you know kind of like closed captioning let's see what you got <laughs> but yeah listen to it a few times and then email me your guesses at natediggitycares at gmail.com Let's see if we can get a few guesses in. I'm just going to guess that Mike probably won't now since he had almost over, well, yeah, over a month to get a guess in and he didn't. So I'm going to take it that I might not get one from him next month or I say next month <laughs> from this episode. And no, I'm not just thinking, ha ha ha, I'm not going to record for another month. I'm hoping not. Like I'm just today, like I'm actually in a really great mood. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to record. So that's what happened today. I wanted to record. I think it was just after reading a bunch of comics, I was finally like, yeah, let's do this. Because I did did knock out some. I actually finished the full Absolute Carnage storyline um, with all the tie-ins. I think it was a total of 31 issues of different books. That one took a while. Um, then I knocked out some Immortal Hulk today, Wolverine, Daredevil, um, Nonstop Spider-Man, which I got. I will say nonstop Spider-Man number one was a great issue. Like I need to go find a physical copy of it because I was reading from the Marvel Unlimited app. If you're, if you like Spider-Man at all, even if you don't like Spider-Man, I'll even say that go check out nonstop Spider-Man number one. It was a great issue. I'm looking forward to number two. I know it came out this week. So after I record, I may end up just going to the store and grabbing it and hoping that they have the first one. I don't think, I don't think they have the first one. I think it's sold out. 
but I know they had the second one. I was there the other day. I'm actually doing some filming at the comic shop, which that was cool. Arms are still sore from it. Um, <laughs> haven't had a chance to hold a camera um, in a weird position in a long time. So my arms are kind of paying for it today and yesterday. That's fine, though. It was great being back behind the camera. So, yeah. What are we going to talk about here? Oh, actually, I have a lot to talk about because Angry Johnny actually sent me a lot of questions for on the road with Nate Diggity that I didn't end up using, but I still have them because I'm smart like that. <laughs> Before we go on with that, of course, you know, last time I'd mentioned, you know, my trip to Wisconsin and things like that. One thing that just cracks me up, and I think I actually forgot to mention this, is the whole time during that weekend, anytime Dylan Postel, a.k.a. Hornswoggle, saw me, he would yell, Baconate! Every single time. <laughs> It was so great. It was crazy, but it was so great. So I just wanted to say that because I think I forgot to say that. So that's fun. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's get. Oh, yeah. And another thing. I haven't recorded since my birthday. So, yeah, my birthday happened. Of course, I did get myself Amazing Spider-Man number four. And, yes, that's the original Amazing Spider-Man number four. First appearance of Sandman. I bought that for myself my birthday present again not in the best condition but it's mine i'm gonna get it graded because i want to keep it preserved i need to get quite a few books graded probably gonna wait until c2e2 hopefully because usually it's c2e2 in chicago they usually have the cgc group there so they can just take it right there and you don't have to worry about mailing it in of course they'll just mail it back to you at that point so i'm probably gonna do that just because it's a little easier <laughs> as and of course speaking of c2e2 like comic cons are coming back in full force which is great let's see i have of course c2e2 is in december i'm going to be going to that one then comic palooza is coming up let's check the dates is july 17th through the 18th so that's next month coming up i'll be going to that one then there's Fan Expo Dallas. That one's in September. September 17th through the 19th. So, yeah. I'm trying to get to all these, knock them out. It's going to be good. Like, I've, I've really, really missed going to comic conventions. You know, being locked down really made me miss them a lot. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be surrounded by a lot of people. Just because it's been nice not being surrounded by a lot of people. <laughs> But it's it's still one of those things, like, it's such a good good vibe, I'll say that. So I'm looking forward to going back to those. I'm glad that there's one just next month, even. So, yeah, Comic Palooza, if you're going to Houston for Comic Palooza, let me know. It'd be great to see you there, of course. And, of course, the others, too. Like, if you're going to Fan Expo Dallas or C2E2, let me know. Yeah, it would just be great to meet up. Let's see, what else? Riot Fest in Chicago as well. That's in September. Oh, that's right. Fan Expo Dallas is the same weekend as Riot Fest. So what I'm thinking I'm going to have to do, because there is one guest that I was going to meet at Fan Expo Dallas. I'm hoping that they're going to be there on Friday so I can go meet them and then jump on a plane and then get to Riot Fest before the show starts. But that's the one thing too is because Riot Fest – 
was canceled last year, they said they were going to do an extra day this year. So they're going to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday instead of just Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So depending on that, of course, means whether I go on Thursday or Friday. If there's some good bands playing on Thursday, then yeah, I'll probably just go ahead and go up there. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, if you're into music, I was going to say, yeah, grab a ticket, but I think they're all sold out already. Because, of course, most of the people held on their tickets. Plus, there's a lot of good bands like um, Smashing Pumpkins, Run the Jewels, uh, Nine Inch Nails will be there. Um, yeah, like, that's going to be a great, great show. Like, I love Riot Fest. And I know every time I mention, like, Riot Fest and C2E2, people are like, why aren't you just, why didn't you just move to Chicago? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really know, honestly. Um, I mean, I know why. Because I moved down to Dallas for work and you know got a job moved down for it so of course that's why i didn't move to chicago and now i'm just like yeah it's all right here it's hot like it's getting hotter but i think it's i'd rather deal with that than the crazy crazy cold that's up in chicago like i love the cold weather more than hot weather i'm watching my my zoom to make sure that it doesn't die while i'm doing this because the battery's on the last little level so let's get these questions that angry johnny had for me um he actually had one i believe from angry jake before as well oh yeah i am working on some other stickers by the way like some bumper stickers and things like that so um next episode i should have the link for like the shirts and stuff like that and I'll try and figure out a way to like set up a store or something so I can sell like the stickers and stuff. Um, if they don't sell, whatever. <laughs> but I have some good ideas for some cool bumper stickers. So be on the lookout. Angry Johnny saw one of them. Nikki's seen a few of them. I have some good ideas. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is actually, yeah, Angry Jake. Uh, Titan Joker from Arkham Asylum video games versus 200 stormtroopers with one of them being Captain Phasma. Does Joker stand a chance? We know stormtroopers can't aim. Okay. So we have Titan Joker. That is one versus 201. There's that numbers game can always be present but the thing is it's a number of stormtroopers so yes they don't have the best aim i honestly have a feeling that it's not really their aim i think it's their weapons i don't think they ever had the best weapons in the star wars universe because if you watch you'll see that they're pointed at the right thing but like the lasers are just shooting all over the place. So I feel like it's more their equipment is terrible. So the guns themselves are terrible and not really worth anything. Like they shouldn't even have those. They should have something else basically. So, and I feel like that's almost a way so that they're all just stuck in that stormtrooper role and they don't have a way of going up in rank at all. So that's my view on that. That's, completely different i know it's not really with the verses but either way so titan joker versus 200 200 stormtroopers and captain phasma i still think titan joker would win it again because we all know stormtroopers aim isn't that good and even when they have hit 
they don't do as much damage as say like Luke or Han with the same weapon. You know, they hit somebody with one, they knock down, but go back, you'll see somebody get hit by a stormtrooper and they just it's like it doesn't even phase them. So I don't know if maybe Luke and Han may have, you know, up the charge on the gun. There's there's just too many variables with the guns. I'm just going to say that. But I do believe Titan Joker would win because, one, he can turn into basically a bulldozer and just, you know, run through and wipe them out. Captain Phasma, I still, like, she might put up a little bit of a fight, but I just still feel like Titan Joker because... Yeah, I just feel like Titan Joker's going to take it. There's just too much, like, the, the strength and power that he brings to the table just outnumbers everything. Um, like, I mean, I could see him just, like, you know, swiping his arm and just knocking a bunch of troopers out, like, kicking them across and, you know, stuff like that. And, I mean, at that point, if you were a stormtrooper having to go against Titan Joker, think of it this way. If you get knocked on the floor, are you going to fake being dead? Or are you going to go ahead and just keep fighting and just keep getting smacked? So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a bunch of stormtroopers faking it because you can't see their faces. You can't see what they're doing. They're just going to lay there until it's all over with and be like, oh, whoa, you know, I, I missed that. Dang, that hurt. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I feel like Titan Joker is going to take that one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good question. It's a, definitely two universes coming together. And <laughs> that's a good what if, though. So yeah, Titan Joker. I feel he would he would take it all the way. So let's hop over to the other questions. Okay, question one. What is your favorite run of Batman comics and why? This one, this is one of the questions that I thought about the whole drive up to Arkansas and the whole drive back to Texas. I'll be completely honest. Because... I have a few, and I had to kind of whittle it down. One would be the Black Mirror storyline. That's a great one. Then there's Hush, and then Court of Owls. And I think it's... Court of Owls is one of my favorites because it's just so creepy because it's, you know, that society of those owl people with the masks and everything. And of course that, you know, introduced a new villain on top of it. So we got Talon from that one. Black mirror. Like, and I haven't read them in a while either. That's the, that's the problem. And I've been meaning to read, reread them before I got to this question. So I could, you know, say this is exactly why, but I remembered those were my favorites when I was reading them. Um, Black mirror, hush, and court of owls um which speaking of court of owls i finally finally got the set that comes with the the mask for amazon prime day finally got that because it was like 14 bucks went and grabbed it i have the the first trade signed by scott snyder when i met him at san diego comic-con look i'll say this if you ever go to san diego comic-con and you're walking the floor and you see like a writer or an artist, just walk in the floor, walk up to them and talk to them. They like that. Cause obviously it's one, like they know that you're an actual reader. If you know what they, 
look like, <laughs> which I've caught that like, cause I, I'm weird like that. Know it. And, um, you know, I've run into like Rick Remender and Scott Snyder and of course like Colin Bunn, um, good, good buddy, Colin Bunn. And you know, they, they like that. Like, cause that way, you know, you're not just at their table. just like, Oh, Hey, it's you. I know it's you. Cause your sign is here. Um, cause I, I talked with Scott Snyder for a little bit on the floor while we were just walking around and got invited to his table um vip basically so that's cool keep keep that in mind if you ever go to a big comic con especially san diego because the other ones they basically stay at their table and then they're gone um there's nothing really they want to look at as much which is weird (laughs) so yeah those are my favorites and i know i bring up scott snyder mainly because he wrote black mirror i think black mirror was his first batman story I want to say I could be wrong. I'm not going to look it up. I'm staying away from my phone uh, other than to look at the questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reread them because I've been wanting to uh, black mirror. I'm going to definitely reread once I finish recording. Like I'll read, I'll read it today even, and then I'll come back next episode and give the definite on which of the three are my favorites. There's one other one that I, that I liked remember now i still need to finish reading the long halloween too there's just so many like good batman runs like even you know kevin smith and walt flanagan's two runs were great cacophony and widening gyre both of those were great and of course because i'm i lucked out i have a few pages from those books uh one of them is one of the pages with zaz like it's a it's a big page where he's in it got that one um okay so best metal album oh yeah this is another question that like i had to really think about and i mean i was thinking about it both like these two questions are the ones that i thought of the whole time i was driving um best metal album so I put it all as one genre instead of breaking it down into all the different ones. So it took me a while because I do have a lot of favorites, but I think I'm going to stick with White Zombies, Astro Creep 2000. That's my favorite metal album. I have a lot of favorite metal albums, (laughs) but I'm going to go with White Zombies, Astro Creep 2000. And I mean, even next time when I'm recording... I might bring up some others and say, you know what, actually, but no, Astro Creep 2000 is my favorite. Um, that was one of the ones that I got from either BMG or Columbia House back in the day um, where I had to kind of fudge my age so I could get them. Uh, but I got a ton of ton of free CDs. Well, I say free, ton of really cheap CDs and that I ended up, I think, pretty much getting them for free. And that's the reason why... My parents still get letters in the mail for me for AARP and hearing aids and all sorts of stuff because I fudged my age enough to where now it's like I'm 65 or something. I can't remember what age it it is, but I know I've Googled my name before and it'll say like 60 something um, and it'll even show my hometown. And I know there's nobody else there because it shows, you know, like my parents' names as relatives <laughs> so i know it's my fault for that 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I got so many, I got into such good music back then because of that, because I didn't have a chance to, you know, go to the stores often. And plus, because it was so cheap and I was, you know, a lot younger, I didn't have a lot of money to, you know, blow on CDs like I would now. And yes, I do still collect CDs. But yeah, I mean, I got into so many good bands because of that, you know, like Corn, White Zombie, Pantera. I mean, so many Deftones. No, actually, I bought the Deftones albums. Yeah, I bought Adrenaline first. I think I got it for like five ninety nine at Hastings. Um, then I got Around the Fur used. So those I didn't get. Um, but like, there's so many others that I did get, like. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's a bunch that, yeah. If it wasn't for the Columbia House and BMG, I wouldn't have as good of a taste of music as I do right now. I just have a feeling because I did get into a lot of great music that way. So don't think they're around anymore, but hey, thanks, you guys. <laughs> okay, so number three, why is Mouse Rat the awesome album a must buy? Because it's the awesome album. <laughs> Because, I mean, it has so many great songs from the show. Like, I'm I'm really excited about that one. Because the whole time watching the show, like, Parks and Rec is one of those shows that I did start watching right when it started. Because I was already a fan of The Office. And when I saw, you know, it was coming out, I was like, okay, perfect. I'll start this show up. So the whole time, you know, Andy is, you know, doing his songs and stuff with Mouse Rat and all the other names that he had. Uh, Fleetwood Mac sex pants for one <laughs> I wanted that album so you know when he was selling it at his shoe shine little setup there we go I couldn't think of what to say setup <laughs> you know he was selling the CD like I was like man I wish there was a way that I could have one of those CDs so this is the way and of course it's on vinyl too so if you're a vinyl collector you can get it on vinyl several different colors I'm still debating which one to get. There's a Tammy Teal. The there's so many great ones though. But I'm thinking I'm probably going to get the green one. It looks the it looks the coolest. So, awesome album is a must have because it is in fact awesome. They've been slowly releasing songs from it on Apple and different streaming services and yeah, I'm I'm ready for the whole album. <laughs> Let's see. Next question. I think I lost some of them. Because it goes from three to six. Where's four and five? There we go. Okay. Number four. Who wins in a fight between Creed from The Office and Ron Swanson? Oof. That's a tough one. Because the last person that crossed Creed Breton was Creed Breton. So that's there. So we still don't know what happened exactly with that. So did he did he kill the original Creed Breton and take over his name and everything? Because that is hinted in the office. Or would it be Ron Swanson? Because... Honestly, I'm going to give it to Creed. I kind of hate saying that, but I I, I want I want to give it to Creed because he's pretty sneaky. I feel like his sneakiness would win 
against Ron. Because I'm, tr- I'm just trying to think of how like Ron would win. Because we don't really know... We don't really know a whole lot about Ron outside of the Parks and Rec office, of course. Because he's very secretive. Now... He does have that mine on his desk, but it's deactivated. It's not real. He had that gun, but does he have bullets for it? What does he... And, I mean, even at home, he's more of a craftsman than anything else. There's a chance he might have... He might have some guns there. But I still... I just feel... I really do feel like Creed Bratton would take Ron Swanson just because I still feel like he, he, I don't think his actual name is Creed Bratton to begin with, because again, like that thing that I was just talking about where he said the last person across him was Creed Bratton. I feel like, I feel like he's already killed a man. I just don't know if Ron has, you know what I mean? So I could see Creed doing it again. <laughs> kind of mumbled in that one. Sorry. Okay, so number five. How is wrestling different from the Power Rangers? Angry Jake says they're both fake fights and bad acting. Pretty sure he's starting trouble. <laughs> so, what I'll say, they're both choreographed, of course. But... I feel like they're they're different. The reason they're different is because camera work. Wrestling has the camera always on them. With Power Rangers, there's edits that happen. So you'll of course have, you know, a camera pointing up and somebody does a flip over it. Okay, cut. And then there'll be some fighting, cut. Get a different angle, go with it cut so that's the big difference is because wrestling has steady shot on them at all times while they're fighting so they're kind of stuck where if it messes up they get caught doing it which it does happen and there's a lot of them you can go on youtube and look up botches you know wrestling botch you'll find a bunch it happens of course but power rangers is a lot cleaner because yeah they have where they get to cut and they get to redo things and things like that. Um, the acting, it just depends. Cause there's some people in wrestling that are really good actors. And then there are some that are not the best. Of course, there's been several to where I'm just like, just keep them off the mic and they're great, but they want to be on the mic. So there's that. So those are my big differences between wrestling and the Power Rangers. Man, imagine though, imagine like the Power Rangers were real. Like that would be sweet. You have the little morpher and all of a sudden your costume is on you. Like that would be pretty sweet. Especially those helmets. I always love the helmets. But yeah, I I wish I wish Power Rangers was like a real thing. Like I wish it could happen that way. Plus, like, they don't have to exercise 
probably hardly as much as wrestlers do. I'm sure they still do. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're very acrobatic and very athletic. Do not get me wrong about that. But I just have a feeling that wrestlers probably spend more time in the gym than the Power Rangers do. <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask the next con that I see one of the Power Rangers at because they're usually around. So I'll ask just to see. Now, if I put that question up to Jason David Frank, I'd probably get punched in the face. Um, that's the, of course, Green Ranger, White Ranger. I think he was a Black Ranger at one point. I haven't watched since like the original, you know, crew with the Green Ranger and when he turned into the White Ranger. But yeah, I feel like he would probably punch me in the face. He was, um, which that's another thing with Comic Con. Uh, the first San Diego Comic Con I was at, I just walked by him, like just going somewhere, and I was like, "Hey, that's pretty cool." <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the big difference. They get to edit and reshoot when wrestlers don't get to do that. They're kind of stuck where, well, if you mess up, hey, you're probably gonna get made fun of. I mean, you can check Twitter for that part too, or Reddit. So number six, where are these new games that you and Nikki are working on? They are in our minds. We haven't gotten to talk about it in a while. And it's probably just because I haven't been recording. And yeah, I've, I think that's my fault. I'll, I'll take the fault for that. We haven't been talking about it, but I'll be talking with her more. And hopefully we see the new game soon. I don't want to put a definite date on it right now, but hopefully soon. Uh, number seven, why do I ask so many questions? Because you're the MVP of the pod. Sometimes I feel like the pod would have already died if I didn't have somebody just constantly harassing me to record. So that's the reason you ask so many questions. You are the MVP. <laughs> number eight, listen to, the, listen to Hathaway, What is Love, and explain... What is going on? What is love? That one, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. So what is going on with that song? I'm going to look at the lyrics. I've never thought to look into it. I always just watched it from, of course, like Saturday Night Live. No, I don't know why you're not fair. I give you my love, but you don't care. So what is right and what is wrong? Give me a sign. Whoa, whoa, oh. Whoa, whoa, oh. Oh, I don't know. What can I do? What else can I say? It's up to you. I know we're one. Just me and you. I can't go on. I mean, those are really the only lyrics other than the what is So, and I've really not actually listened to it. I've always done the like head bob. What is this song about? Well, it's about somebody that doesn't know what love is. There you go. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but really, though, I'm I'm thinking that may, like, I don't really think there's 
There's just really not much substance to this song, is there? It just had a good beat and people loved it. That's really probably what it comes down to. Oh, here it is. He questions, is it love? And then follows up with what is love? Yeah, I just feel like he they're trying to figure out if they're compatible. <laughs> oh, this thing says it's a classic for at least three reasons. It's timeless, iconic, and instantly recognizable referring to what is love. Baby, don't hurt me. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to look up the wiki for it. See if, there's, if they actually give an explanation. Because really there's not much there. Because yeah, this has actually gotten me really interested in figuring out what's about okay so here you go it was written and produced by german music producer and composer dd halligan and junior torello of coconut records they were waiting for the right singer for the song so they had it written and everything and they chose hadaway for it so there's that so Hadaway had nothing to do with the song at all. <laughs> There's no real reason on why they wrote it. <laughs> okay, so in 2015. Okay, so yeah, even with this. So 2015, Hadaway made it seem like he wrote it. When asked about the meaning of what is love in the 2015 interview, Hadaway said... People always ask me what I meant. I meant that what is love needs to be defined by everyone by his own definition. It's unique and individual. For me, it has to do with truth, honesty, and dedication. But it wasn't even, he, he didn't even write it. So, there you go. Hadaway didn't write the song. And... He basically made that up for an interview on what it meant. Whew. Well, we got to the bottom of that. Aren't we all better for knowing all that? <laughs> and, okay, so last question. In the original G.I. Joe TV series, what exactly made Cobra a terrorist organization? They seemed to never accomplish anything, despite being well organized under Cobra Commander's excellent leadership. I think... They were a terrorist organization just to make it seem, I guess to make them seem like a bigger threat to the Joes than just some ragtag group of bad guys. You know what I mean? Like they had to make it more believable that the Joes were really fighting something instead of it just being like, well, these schmoes are, you know, are coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that's that's my guess. They had to make it more believable. <laughs> Even though it's mostly kids watching like, oh, no, that's what the terrorists are going to look like. <laughs> and then, of course, the G.I. Joe movie, they just messed Cobra Commander up altogether. Because he had a great, you know, character design. And Destro did, too. Like, that's the cool thing. Like, especially cartoons back then, the character designs were awesome. So, yeah. Especially, like, Cobra Commander had a cool... You know, like the metal face and even the, you know, the hood was pretty cool. 
and then Destro with his silver head. That was pretty sweet. But yeah, I feel like they had to make it very like evil sounding to them for, for for kids, you know. And I guess just saying that just made it made it better. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense when you start thinking about it. So that's what that's what I'm gonna stick with, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'll go with. Yeah, since the last recording, of course, Conan O'Brien did his last shows as a late-night host, which is very sad. I'm hoping that he brings back the San Diego Comic-Con shows. I know he's going to HBO Max. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Hopefully, they release a little bit more information soon on what he'll be doing there um i'm really hoping he brings the san diego comic-con show back now if you follow me online you've seen the pictures possibly the video of me dancing on the stage that's probably one of my favorite comic-con uh memories really and then getting on the imdb boat and having team coco cheering for me from their boat right next to it (laughs) that was another cool moment but it was the same day but yeah, those were always really fun. Even when I wasn't there, you know, and watching those, like those are just a lot of fun. So hopefully he continues that. I'm hoping that with HBO Max, they allow him to continue doing those because those are a lot of fun. Let's see. Oh, video games. I don't really talk about video games much, do I? I played the demo for Scarlet Nexus on Xbox One. And I was actually sold on just the, just the demo demo. Didn't really give a whole lot, but had a lot of fun. It was basically like the tutorial and then just a little bit extra, but it was a lot of fun. So I actually bought that game this week. It came out. Well, I guess technically last week cause it's Sunday, but I bought it last week. I haven't played a whole lot of it yet, but yeah, I was I was actually sold on it from the demo. I told one of my buddies about that and he he kind of didn't believe me. <laughs> he was like a demo sold you on that? I was like, "Yeah, it really did." So, I wouldn't say just go out and buy it, especially since I haven't played a whole lot more of it, but it, it's a lot of fun if you have a way to like borrow in a buddies or something like that, do it, give it a shot. It's pretty fun. Um finally started playing Breath of the Wild on Switch. I need to get back into Pokemon Sword and Shield. I play too much Animal Crossing, which basically all I do is get on there and check with my residents, and then I'm out. Let's see, what other games am I playing? I think that's, well, of course, Halo. That'll that'll always be there. I gotta play some Halo from time to time. So if you have Xbox or PlayStation, look me up. Um, I think Xbox, I'm Nate Diggity. PlayStation, I'm Diggs McGee. M-C-G-E-E. And then if it's Nintendo Switch, just send me your friend code uh, at natediggitycares at gmail.com. I'll add you. We can play some something, I'm sure. <laughs> some bro force. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it right now. It's been a while. I'm sorry. I really am. It's hopefully not going to be 
another month or two before the next episode comes out. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I really did want it to be, like, bi-weekly, and then, like, something came up, or I got busy that week and that weekend, and I ended up not recording. I don't remember now, and then that just kind of kicked everything out. Um, so, yeah. I'm back. Hopefully more at a regular pace, but I don't want to promise anything just in case. But, yeah. Episodes are here, right? It's a good day, right? New episode. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, definitely thanks for listening. If you have anything for me to mention on the show, if you want to have your band played at the end or just whatever, hit me up, natediggitycares at gmail.com. Should have issues coming back this week as well, hopefully. We'll see. I'm kind of looking to see what, what issues are coming out. We'll see. <laughs> But either way, yeah, until next time, have a good one.